Oh boy, everybody. Welcome to just the audience for the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. That's all we are. We're not citizens anymore. We're not a body politic. We're not Americans. We are audience members of Court TV, which right now, let me tell you something. If you want to invest your money in any stock, invest it in Court TV because we have stumbled upon the best new type of entertainment that will exist in the future. It won't happen in the metaverse. It will not happen as an NFT. It will not happen in Burt Kreischer's stories. It will happen on Court TV. Right now, Hollywood producers are figuring out how they can look into the lives of other celebrities and create some other domestic incidents that we can put on fucking television to get these ladies, myself included, in front of the television like a soccer game in Europe with no commercial breaks for four to 12 hours straight to see if Johnny Depp will glance at Amber Heard. I am fucking riveted. I'm on the head of my fucking seat. I'm on the head of my seat. And let me tell you something, Amber Heard should have sued. She should have sued the producers of Gone Girl for stealing her life story. Uh, it's all about the Heard v. Depp trial happening right now. But also, it's America, baby. So you know what the deal is. AR-15s are back in the news, and the fucking wackadoos behind the scope. They are there, and we'll try to make some comedy out of it. Also, Chris Rock may host the Oscars in 2023. Why? Why? I haven't delved too much into the article. I just saw the headline because that's what we all do, and we all get radicalized by doing it. Maybe the article says something different, but you got me, New York Post. You got me, and I'm ranting about it. Maybe even the article, Chris Rock doesn't even know that it happened. Maybe Chris Rock hasn't even commented on it. But the New York Post, as responsible as the news is these days, has decided to maybe offer up Chris Rock as a potential host or co-host for the Oscars in 2023. We'll look into it on the podcast. And, you know, this isn't the podcast that tells you the news after we read it. It's the podcast that finds out what the news is while we tell it. (laughs) South Carolina, finally, the... White girl from some other area washed up uh, on the shore. They dug her out. They found out who her killer was. It was from 17 years ago, which is surprising because it was a missing white girl. Usually those fucking things are found pretty quick. But this one took 17 years. I think at first they actually had a suspect who they thought was a black guy. Turns out it was a one-eyed, creepy-looking white guy who should have been arrested just by his face. You see that guy fucking shopping? You look at his face... He's done something, my friends. You can be proactive. Fucking, you know, whatever, dude. Treat it like Chris Hansen does when you pick up the cookies. You know what he's there for, and it's no good, Bubba. We'll show his face right here in the box, and you will make the judgment for yourself. Arrest the guy who has a face like that. Even if he's got a clean record, he's going to do something. Ron DeSantis, um, or as we like to call him, Younger Handsomer Trump, has uh, outlawed private protests, uh, I guess, as a reaction to people showing up at Kavanaugh's house for, let's just say it's not a dinner party. Uh, (laughs) So we will delve into that as well. Otherwise, Elon Musk is having some buyer's remorse, perhaps, or is it a strategy? What's he doing? He's definitely playing a little fucking hardball, and I'm not talking about the movie with Brad Pitt. 
which wasn't even called Hardball. It was called Moneyball. But you know what? When you go stream of consciousness, sometimes you make mistakes and you mispronounce stream of consciousness because I'm talking fast and I also mispronounce words. And this is Yanni Pappas. I am a Greek man who was born of Greek immigrants doing a podcast. And I am a comedian. My special is out right now. If you don't watch it, you are committing a crime against humanity. You're a sucker. You're a loser. You're a goddamn mass shooter. This is Long Days, and let's all delve into What's the Dulles? It might have been a little harsh to call you a mass shooter. A little bit. But you're definitely not a good person. If you're not watching Mom Love, which all it costs is a share. It's a free special I put up that I put a lot of hard work into. Okay? Me and Jared, we had a nice long tour. Okay? It culminated in Wisconsin. And I decided to shoot a special on the last day there. So um, there's the guy. There's the guy. Is it up on my shoulder right now? That's the guy. Look at that fucking guy. You see that guy. Yeah. You see that guy buying a Slim Jim and a People magazine <laughs> at a supermarket. Mm-hmm. You call the cops. And you, you say they say, what are you calling for? And you just go, I'm calling because I saw a guy who definitely is going to do some shit at some point. I mean, look at this guy, dog. I mean, <laughs> look at that guy, dog. <laughs> He looks like a half a grandpa, though. Dude, he looks like a guy who is cast as the guy who kidnaps somebody's beautiful young child and yeah. does bad things to her. I also think he had a long rap sheet um, of doing similar stuff, right? Uh, his name was Raymond Moody, which sounds like a goddamn criminal pedophile's name. Raymond Moody. That is not a baseball catcher's name. No, it's not. Those names are usually Buck or Pudgy. You know, Raymond Moody, mm-hmm. he's going to do some bad stuff. Um, they finally caught him 17 years after the case. Um, 17 years after the the uh, the disappearance of this girl. She disappeared on Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. Um, uh, near the border of Georgetown and Charleston County. Uh, how you doing now? All right now. What's going on now? <laughs> when you go to, if you go to the South on vacation, I love Savannah and Charleston. Those are two of my favorite cities. Me and my wife have gone to both on vacation. If you want to have fun, you could just walk around and everybody you see there who's a local, you just go, how you doing now? And they always respond, all right now. <laughs> all right now. How you doing? All right now. All right now. So they finally got this guy. This guy was able to get away with it for 17 years. I don't know how they finally got him. Um, but I think at some point there was another suspect who was black. Um, but I don't know too much about the story, but he had a history as a convicted sexual predator who had previously kidnapped and raped children in California. Okay. Here's my question. Here's my question. How, how the fuck does this guy get a chance again to rape and kidnap children. And furthermore, how is he not a prime suspect? 
And how does he get away with it for 17 years if he's in the area? I don't know. I don't know how the cops didn't see that one coming. Because obviously, due to his picture, he didn't see anything coming. Yeah, I mean, the cops are not doing a very good job right now. I'm going to mm -hmm. be very honest with you. Mm -hmm. They're not doing a very good job. This other fucking wackadoo above fucking Buffalo, yeah. they were fucking, he was threatening to shoot up the school. I mean, he was doing, in the era of social media, you know what I'm saying? Instead of fucking checking out what is going on on a comedian's podcast, Maybe you guys could start checking out what these fucking losers are posting. Pay attention to what them do, because the Buffalo shooter had a podcast with David Duke. I mean, yeah. you get, you can't. There's no more signs than that that something's gonna go wrong. Yeah, here's the deal. You don't gotta worry about me until you see my Patreon drop to fucking below thirty. Yeah, and then you want to put an eyeball on me. Mm -hmm. But as long as we're hovering a close to a thousand, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay. Okay, as long as things are okay. You know, with the Patreon, you don't got to worry about my fuck. You don't got to sift through my podcast. Otherwise, you're going to be butt naked with AR-15 on the Belt Parkway. Yeah, but you might want to take a gander at this fucking kid's Twitch stream. Mm -hmm. You might want to take a gander at this fucking kid. Look at this fucking loser, wackadoo fucking kid. What a piece of shit. He also, yeah, I mean, this is just, mass shooters have replaced serial killers in our culture. I think part of the blame, much like serial killers, is I think these guys like fame. They like infamy. They're trying to get noticed. Our culture is all about trying to get famous. Mm -hmm. Everyone's always trying to get fame. And if they can't get fame through talent or whatever, they're trying to get it through infamy. You know, you got it through mass shooters. Uh, you have it through assassins like David Chapter, whatever, Chapman. You know, they, 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 they killed John Lennon. They're always trying to get attention. And uh, I think this kid is no exception. He's trying to get attention. He's a wackadoo. I mean, they always, it's really funny. They dress up in these military fatigues as if they're going to war. And then you see the footage, which is horrific. I think people should watch the footage. Usually I feel like it's it's like disaster porn and it's horrible, but... There's something about watching the footage that puts you in touch with how disgusting and how helpless these people are. It materializes it too, because you always think you have an idea of how it went down or what happened, but like it's gruesome. Like it's, you know, it's one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen, and um, it also gives you a sense at what a a gun like an AR-15 can do. Mm -hmm. The uh, the efficiency. In which it kills, you know. I mean, it's just like a video game. It's it's uh, it's unfortunate, and it, it does beg the question: like, dude, what are we doing, man? At this point, like, what are we doing? Okay, when these things happen, all people do is argue. They all they do is argue about stuff um, because they're both scared of each other's side, right? So the right goes. The rights are for guns, obviously. Um. I guess, uh, and and they go hard with it because they're scared of the left. They go, the left's going to take away them all. If they start with regulating these types of guns, they'll continue, right? And that fear, you know, is not in a vacuum. That didn't come out of a vacuum. You see that with certain th certain other things. It's like, oh, you can't say this. Well, now you can't say this. And, and then the left just keeps going and going because that's, 
human nature, right? I've said it before. Nobody's Nobody knows when to put down the sword and pick up the plow and there's no end to up and humans are greedy and they just like to keep eating. They don't know when the battle's won. They don't know when to stop. If they get this, they want another one. Activists don't know how to stop being activists and get a job. So it constantly just keeps going. So the right is scared of the left when it comes to gun control because they think if, hey, we regulate these AR-15s, the next thing that's going to be is like they're going to take away my 22s. They're going to take away this. They're going to regulate this. They're going to regulate that. So that's all that happens when these happen is just arguments, you know? The needle's not going to be moved at all because what happened in Middletown, once that happened when they killed babies, you're going, when they fucking, it was like, and <laughs> white babies. Newtown. Yeah, in Newtown. Yeah. You go, all right, if they don't care, if in this country they don't care about white babies, then, you know, the history of this country, it's like the value goes white, missing white woman mm -hmm. and then white baby. You know, you would think that that was like, all right, the that the fucking law enforcement is going to is going to jump into action. The politicians are going to jump into action and they didn't. So don't expect anything. No solutions will happen. And I love how the right just goes like there are no solutions. It's just a mental health problem. You go, I don't know, dude. I don't know. People, there's always crazy people, right? Yeah. If it's just a mental health issue. Then like, uh, how come when you walk into a fucking uh, mental health uh, uh institution you don't get shot right away you know what i'm saying it's like there's a lot of things going on here there's a lot of there's radicalization going on there's access to these types of weapons there's failure of law enforcement there's mental illness um there's radicalization by editorialized media there's a whole bunch of factors to all these things going on but it's a big problem. It is a big problem. I think I read a stat like already the amount of like mass shootings we've had since the beginning of the year is like already in the hundreds. I mean, this is the country where if you want to be in danger of being a victim of a mass shooting, you got the highest chance here. If that's your thing, if that's your kink, <laughs> if your kink is like, hey man, I want to go to the supermarket and not... Be a hundred percent sure I'm going to be okay. I want to go to a concert in Vegas, and there's a small chance that I might just fucking get shot from up above like a goddamn chicken in a chicken coop, yeah. defenseless against foxes. Which, by the way, that must be brutal when you're a chicken and like, and your owner forgets to put you back in the coop, and you just see those eyes and you're going fuck. And all the birds laughing at you that can't fly away. Yeah, all yeah. the birds that can't fly away are going like, sorry, dog. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They bred you down to be defenseless. And the chickens are just going, they're just going, fuck. And the <laughs> chickens are just running around. And it's like, it's, it's like, over. laughing at them. Like, look at this nigga over here. Yeah, it's just <laughs> over, man. When you're when that fox shows up, it's over. And it's a bloodbath. It's funny because it's a bloodbath. It, that's like the mass shooting that happens in nature. Mm -hmm. It's a bloodbath. Those people, are, those chickens are defenseless. Those people are defenseless. And what do you want them to do, dude? The guy had body armor on. There was another guy there with a gun, and he's fucking shooting at the guy. Yeah. But the guy's got fucking body armor. So are we all supposed to walk around at all times with our AR-15s drawn and body armor? No. I mean, how do we follow this to the logical conclusion? How do we stop this? How, how do you... Okay, Stopping it's impossible, and that's a child's wish because it'll always bad things will always happen. They even happen in countries where there's strong gun control because there's crazy people. How do we mitigate this to a manageable level? 
Okay, which is how adults deal with negotiation in the real world. You talk to your kids, so shit like this don't got to happen. This is a person, like you said, he wants attention. He wants spark under his name, and he wasn't acknowledged by his parents when he was growing up, obviously. And racism became his dad. And violence became his mom. And he wants attention. Write manifestos. He wrote a whole SNL monologue as a goddamn manifesto. Talk to you goddamn kids. It was it was more he, it was less of an SL, SNL monologue and more of a Yanni Long day. Yeah, it was it was it was a hundred there was yeah. hundred and eighty pages. There's a lot of missing semicolons and commas. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, do, do white supremacists have like they need to have an editor. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be some sort of like white supremacist publisher who goes like yeah, just send send your manuscript for review yeah i think we could lose about a hundred and seventy six pages of this dribble drivel god i really do have a brain tuber dribble yeah so you got it drivel he's just going over it <laughs> yeah like, i like this sentence we need a period there and a nigga there yeah because look <laughs> it's like hey dude you already said the n-word we get it there were, a lot of this is redundant. You need to tighten it up for social media. Yeah. That's when you need Andrew Schultz to come in. You need a racist Andrew Schultz to come in yeah. and say, hey, God, we got to release this manuscript of clips. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to read all 180. Mm-hmm. You put this fucking, put this up on the gram. You put it up on talk in 90-second intervals. And then you have Legion of Skanks and Anthony Cumia proofreading. They'll promote it for you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll yeah, promote it for ob- Obviously, you know, like like you said, racism is at the crux of it because he had like the N-word written on his gun. No, it was not uh, the Joe Rogan N-word, the Mel Gibson one. No, and yeah, not the Louis J. Gomez one. The, yeah. No, he had the Joe, he had the Louis J. Gomez one. Yes, yes. With the ER. Yes, he We said, talked about it last week. It had, it had he written, uh, here's your reparations written he, on the gun. He did everything. His goal is he wants everyone to know that he's doing this as a bulwark against what he thinks is going on, which is white replacement. Yes. So, But, but it takes a lot for a person to get to that frame of thought and racism. Oh, all you got to do is watch uh, three or four Tucker Carlson episodes. Exactly. And you get the gist. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you do watch those Tucker Carlson clips and you're going, and he's not the only one, obviously, but he's the most mainstream one who, uh, who alludes to this theory and the theory being that there's this mass conspiracy that the left wants open borders uh, so white people are replaced and those people tend to vote left. So it's this mass replacement thing that grows from, that grows out of um, our problem at the border, right? So that, that's really the, uh, the issue is we have a problem at the border. We do have a lot of illegal immigration. And so the right goes on the conspiracy going like, look, the left wants this. They're doing nothing about this because they benefit from it. They benefit from it by bringing in voters to replace people who otherwise would vote Republican. So that is essentially what the conspiracy is. Well, yeah. It doesn't even make any sense with this case because white replacement, you... Kill mainly black people. You kill mainly black people. percent of the population. Well, here's the thing. These guys tend to... One thing they tend to do is not make sense. Yeah. I don't know if you've taken a gander through Mein Kampf, mm-hmm. but it's not what you call cogent. Mm-hmm. Get your fucking thesaurus out when you're dealing with Yanni. There you go. Because I'm a fucking I'm gonna fucking throw words at you, baby. The purpose of this podcast is to teach you the rest of the English fucking language so you don't say like every other fucking word. 
Maybe if we could communicate better, we could express ourselves better. Perfect. There's a whole fucking language out there. Why do people stop learning words? The more words you know, the more you can express yourself and the better you can impress a chick when you sit down, especially if you're not fucking popping or lit on the ground. If you're not fucking fire on the gram, you got to be able to use your gift of gab. Exactly. Just think, what would Helen Keller do? Yeah. Throw the word cogent out there. Maybe you'll get some pus. So, yeah. I mean, these guys don't tend to make sense. They got all the hate, but none of the logic to back it up. I mean, just in, just the fact that he wrote a 180-page manifesto. Now, manifesto is a word that when you hear the word manifesto, it's never going to be good. Somebody has a manifesto. What's the actual definition of a manifesto? Is it just like, hey, here's my reason? Manifestos are hilarious. It's a thousand pages of rambling. Yeah, it's just rambling, dog. When you hear manifesto, <laughs> go the other way. Nobody, yeah, nobody's gonna read it. Whatever, like, yeah. If, if your boy calls you and say, "Hey, dog, can you take a look at my manifesto?" <laughs> Contact the FBI. <laughs> Published declaration of intentions, motives, or views of issuers to be to be at an individual group or political party or government. Yeah, so manifesto is never a good thing. Yeah. All right. If you see someone at the library. If you see some, if you see some at the library and you go, hey man, what are you working on? And he goes, my manifesto. Right there, you know you got a problemo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also had what was the guy? Uh, we had the uh, the Oklahoma City bomber. He had in the manifesto. Unibomber? These guys want uh, no, and also him, the mm -hmm. Unibomber and Ted Tim, Timothy McVeigh. Okay, he yeah. blew up the fucking federal building. Um, they all they all have manifestos. All right, they all the the guy. Uh, the guy in Norway who kill, who went to uh, the island and killed all those fucking uh, kids from the other political party, he had a manifesto. They all think, here's their thing. They all think that, like, it's pretty funny when you think that they think they're like, when they're writing that manifesto, they think, it's like when you're high. You ever smoke a lot of weed? I know you don't. But back in the day, remember you smoke a lot of weed and you decide to jot some ideas down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you look at those ideas the next day and you go, at the time you're writing them, you're going, dude, I may be Henry David Thoreau right now. <laughs> dude, I mean, this is fucking John Steinbeck shit. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, dude, I, I'm close I'm close to special needs. <laughs> like, this is, I'm, this, is, this is just drivel. These guys, when they're probably writing their manifestos, do you know how fucking great they feel when they're writing it and they're going like, dude, it's me. They're arrogant. They're going like, it's going to be me. I'm going to set this whole thing off. I'm going to galvanize all these people. As soon as I do this, the next thing you know, it's going to, I'm going to be looked at as like the John Brown of this issue, you know, and he was a maniac, but he was a maniac with a good cause. <clears throat> um, you know, and it just doesn't turn out that way. People just go, ew, ew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, look, I'm not trying to help any of these guys, but if I was, I would say start with your manifesto being a little shorter because nobody's sitting through 180 pages of redundancies. <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah. Short and sweet. Maybe throw it up. You reading it with a nice uh, pop song. TikTok offers a lot of options of musical ambiance. You got to have that shit transcribed. Get a clip guy. Get a clip guy. Hit the talk, you know, and do it in clips. Start with your first clip, 90 seconds. Hey, what's up? My name is fucking, what was his name? He probably had some fucking stupid name. Hey, my name is this guy. What's up, everybody? You know what I mean? Ba-ba-ba. Uh, you know, 
Who, the shooter? Peyton. Yeah, Peyton. Hey, Peyton. Peyton Gendron. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Peyton. Rhymes with Satan. Um, I'm about to do some Satan shit. You know? Otherwise, you just... It's not going to work, guy. And I'm not trying to encourage any of you. But if I was, I'd say start on the talk. Nobody reads anymore. That's mm-hmm. another problem. Mm-hmm. Nobody reads. I mean, people don't even... Li- they, even if people who do read, they listen on audio. So maybe it would be... Fun. You know, because these guys are so deranged and stupid. You can go like, hey, dude, look, you need somebody to read your shit. How about Morgan Freeman? He's got a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going, all right, then the next thing you know, you're, you're contacting a black actor to read your shit, and then you can talk to the guy and be like, hey, do you see what's going on here? And he goes, wait, I love Morgan Freeman. And you go, exactly, guy. Have you thought this out? And he's going, no, not really. I'm just a sad kid who doesn't get puss, and I'm lonely, and uh, I, I'm I'm a little bit I don't have emotions and things are bad and I, I haven't found a thing I'm passionate about yet. Yep. And you go exactly. That's when you start the conversation. The conversation starts when he starts considering Morgan Freeman to read his manifesto. <laughs> so that's why you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta trick these guys. You gotta go in first and be like, hey man, let me help you. You know who's got a great voice, dog? You know who's got a fucking great voice? Now does Morgan Freeman have the best voice? Probably. Probably. Like, he's the number one. He may be the GOAT. If you want to try to tug at heartstrings, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a good if you got a good Red Bull commercial and you're trying to trick people into drinking that liquid crack mm-hmm. because you're trying to tell them it makes them more active and adventurous, who better to trick you than the fucking silky, smooth, raspy, comforting voice of Morgan Freeman? Then you got those real racists, though. That'll agree to have an audio version of the manifesto and they'll pick Liev Shriver. <laughs> he's pretty good though. Yeah. He's good. Now who's Liev Shriver? The the brother that played uh Wolverine's brother in X-Men Origins. He does he does hard knocks. He narrates hard knocks. Uh oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he is good. And all those boxing uh lead up. Yeah, everything for like HBO yeah. he'll do. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Or you can get or you can you know, Bruce Buffer's uh, Bruce Buffer's is available Buffer. for hire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if he's in good. this corner. <laughs> if he does Schultz's show, you can do his manifest as well. Yeah, we got Dylan Gendron versus reality. <laughs> Peyton Gendron. Oh, man, these guys are so fucking out of it, dude. Um, the Sunset Park guy was good. His YouTube videos were good. His YouTube videos, uh, what do you mean by good? I mean, he was a good uh, performer. He, he was a good uh, broadcaster. Yeah, I mean, well, he, they he were also a little too long. Yeah. They were too yeah. long. I watched a little bit of those. And I kind of, I was like, dude, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, maybe it's not you. Maybe it's a little bit of the times. Like, people are not, I mean, you know, I don't even think most people, I mean, when we look at the YouTube analytics on my special, it's going to be fucking 30 minutes. Most people, are, most people are tuning out after 30. Mm-hmm. I think his views reflected that. <laughs> There's something funny when a guy's throwing up like a three-hour video to like three people, and you know three of those views are him re-watching it. <laughs> I mean, these guys are just yelling into the abyss. Man. <laughs> They're yelling into the abyss. And then, of course, a day later, um, we had a fucking Chinese guy in California roll into a Taiwanese church and he tried to kill as many people as you want but he got tackled there's some hero the guy i think who stopped him losses is the one who lost his life he was a doctor he was actually a, a doctor of a football player uh some fullback 
from some NFL team. He's a primary care physician of some football player, uh, probably amongst others. But um, that one was thwarted. Um, sometimes it's not just a gun that stops. A, it's not such a good. It's sometimes it's not a good guy with a gun. Sometimes it's a guy with a good tackle mm-hmm. that'll stop a guy, a brave person with a tackle. It's nice to see that Asian people can still tackle after. Yeah, I mean, belt. I just what's the logical conclusion? <laughs> the logical conclusion is this, man. I mean, you know, like when are we just going to stop arguing and, and like look? The left has to stop saying guns are bad because that's not the full story. People need to start talking about the full story. The right has to stop saying that, you know, like all guns, any cost, no regulation, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be some sort of conversation towards solutions. Whether those solutions are uh, mental, whatever it is, I don't care at this point. If the AR-15s all stay, but this stops, I'm fine with that too. Like, whatever works, but something has to be done. The problem is nothing is being done. Nothing's being done. Chris Rock has the best solution. He did have the best solution. Make the bullets really expensive. Regulate the bullets. $5,000 a bullet. $5,000 a bullet. So if somebody gets shot, you know he did something. You know he deserved it. (laughs) It is actually kind of like maybe the best solution. Yeah. Yeah. Make the bullets really expensive. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Guys, we're brought to you by Lumen Skincare. okay? Guys, skincare is not just for the ladies. It really isn't. Nothing is. You don't got to be a metrosexual to want to take care of your skin, okay? Me and Jared are both using this. Um, thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three in one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. It's high-quality products. All their products aim to help you with those stubborn acne scars, under-eye dark circles, which I use it for, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, the works, baby. It's easy, too. All you got to do is take this fun two-minute quiz on their website. They'll tell you exactly which routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. It's tailored for you. That's why these guys are winning the game. Like all these, if you're a company that does that, they get to know you and they're like, boom, based on what you're telling me, this is what we recommend from our array of products. Uh, Skincare really, it should not be complicated. And that's what the quiz helps you uh, with. It just gives you the stuff that's best for you. Their products are made using only natural ingredients and these ingredients actually work. If you know anything about anything, licorice root extract is the way to go. So is rose flower oil charcoal powder ginger green tea and charcoal my wife fucking charcoal everything charcoal toothpaste charcoal fucking skin products charcoal is the way to go if you ask me why i don't know but it's it's good for you so level up your skincare game with lumen skin go to lumenskin.com right here slash fumes to get your free trial of lumen products free trial to start did you hear me free they're, of course, they're trying to reel you in, but they're letting you see the product first and use it first so you know how good it is, and then you'll come back for more. So support these guys and support your face looking good and uh, you know just up your level. So that's all you do. Get in bed with LumenSkin.com right now, slash fumes, and start your free trial of their products and up your skin level game, fellas. Guys, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN. Do you know what a VPN is? You got to have a VPN on your phone. It's very easy. You install it. It scrambles where you are so fucking hackers can't find you. It, it, it's in, You need it, okay? It hides your IP address, right? Is that? 
uh, it's uh, it doesn't matter who your internet provider is. Uh, ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. So VPNs protect you from that. Everyone should have a VPN. Like if you don't have a VPN on your phone, I'm not telling you this to sell you this product. I'm saying you need to put a VPN on your phone. And it's not, it's worth it. So it keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Um... It, you don't even know that it's there. It runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. Everyone should have these on their all their devices. Uh, it's avail- ExpressVPN is available for your phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse. Um, you got to use it. If you don't have a VPN, use Express. You're watching this podcast. You need one. Use. They're great. So ExpressVPN.com slash fumes. All right, they were rated number one by Business Insider. So this is the best company by Business Insider. That that it, that means something. Business Insider is is a real fucking publication. Okay, it's not on longdays.com. My, it's on Business Insider, rated number one. Um, so protect your online activity today. That's expressvpn.com/fumes right now, and um, you will get three months free. On a one-year package, that's a great deal. This is a ne- this is a necessity, so this will help you. Go get it. You have to have it. Now, of course, the right does have a point in that you don't necessarily need an AR-15 to do this, and that's shown time and time again in different countries. It's happened now a few times recently in Wakosha. You had that guy uh, with the SUV, fucking just he was like zigzagging. Um, he's pled not guilty, which is hilarious. And he's also complained about his conditions in the jail, which is fucking hilarious. His mother, his mother. Which one? Uh, the Wakosha uh, guy. Peyton uh, pleaded not guilty, too. He pleaded. <laughs> These guys are hilarious. They're going, I, you know, I, he's going, I don't know. He's like, what do you have on me? They're going, okay, Peyton. Um, you streamed it. Uh, you gave yourself up. You're the kid in the military fatigue. You're the kid who wrote the manifesto. Um, we saw you at the crime, you putting down your AR-15 and, and giving yourself up. Um, I, I think we got you, guy. Oh, this Wakosha guy looks a little... Yeah, he's ooh. a little whacked out, too. Now, here's the deal. Looks like Keegan-Michael Key and Key and Peele. <laughs> now, this, this, I do agree with the right a little bit that the most important element here is mental... Men, the guys are off. Yes. Now, mental illness, I don't think is necessarily the right word. Because I think these guys, it is in a sense, depending on how much empathy you have, but these guys are asocial personality types. They're sociopathic or they're psychopaths. They don't have feelings. They don't have empathy. You can't do what that kid did. You cannot. There's no level of radicalization. Mm-hmm. Like you can blame Tucker and all, and all the other wackadoos who expose this conspiracy, who espouse, espouse this conspiracy all you want, but... That's not going to tell the story. There's a certain line because that needs to be in crossed. order to do that, yeah, no matter what you believe, you can't do that unless you have some innate or socialized asocial feature that is so prominent it allows you to do that without conscious. Yeah, because when you watch that video or you hear about what this guy did. To be able to do that, no level of anger, no level of rage, that is what you call psychopathy or sociopathy. That's all that is, without a, without a doubt. 
No level of narcissism is going to let you do that. Amber Heard's not going to fucking mow down those people. She's just going to lie about Johnny Depp fucking beating her up. And then she may take a shit in aisle six. And she may take a <laughs> shit in aisle six, and that's about it. To teach you a lesson. To mark her territory. Mm -hmm. But in order to do this, you have to have those either one of those two things. That, that's your thing. So, yeah, technically that's mental illness, but not really. I mean, psychopaths are born that way. Yeah, it's not mental illness to uh, let, you, let them off the hook. Like, it's not... Exactly. Yeah. It's not... You, you can't say it to let them off the hook. It's not definitely all racism. Right. They knew what they were... They, yeah. No, this was all... It's, it's, it's all racism... At, it's at the but like like that's said, why I did it. There's but a certain level that needs to be crossed in order for that to happen. What we're basically saying is there's a lot of racist people. Yeah, they won't do this because they're not psychopaths. You yeah. have to be a sociopath or a psychopath to do this. The mind is the Kool Aid mix. The racism is the sugar. It bring it 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 makes it palatable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was too much of a happy analogy, but I'm with you on it. Yeah. Because Kool-Aid tastes good. And I feel a little bad that I did that about an event that I killed a lot of black people, but so good. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Kool-Aid is also used as uh, a... You're drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid. So it's you, an you expression. Just, yeah. yeah, so you know. it was actually kind of was a perfect analogy. Um, so, yeah, both these guys have pled not guilty, which is hilarious. They're going, hey, dog. I don't know the other guy's name. They're going, hey, dog. We... Uh, we took you out of the car that did it. I mean, what could possibly be their defense? Their defense is obviously going to be some sort of temporary insanity or bullshit like that. But they're obviously um, both guilty. Um, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where the media really contributes to the milieu that radicalizes these fucking wackadoos. Is that... The guy in Buffalo is connected to this guy in that he states that he's directly doing this as a reparations for, he even says it during the video, like, here's your fucking reparations. He's got the names of the victims. Mm -hmm. I think, what were, eight or nine people were killed in that. Um, one of this, one was like a nine-year-old. So he puts their names on the gun. He's got the N-word on the gun. He, he spares a white guy. He says, I'm sorry to the white guy. He's obviously targeting black people as revenge for this guy who targeted white people. Now, what radicalizes both these guys? You know, you can't talk about one without talking about the other. What radicalizes them? What I believe radicalizes them is the media and their inflammatory rhetoric about one thing omitting the other, right? Or their histrionics on the su on the subject matter of what's behind this, the motivations, etc. Um, you can't blame it on that because again, this kid would have found something else to do it on. But we can't criticize the media in that on the right, they go real hard with the conspiracy radicalize rattle bullshit that radicalizes people yeah by going hey man the white man's being fucking replaced and then you get these kids out there with tiki torches going screaming we will not be replaced it's like where did they hear that fucking turn on fucking any of these assholes and you'll hear that right and that conspiracy is based on the left ignoring some of the problems that create those fucking conspiracy theories so if you have a problem at the border 
and you're not talking about it or dealing with it, that creates the conspiracy that, hey, you want it. You want it. That's the reason why you're not talking about it. Not only are you not talking about it, you're vilifying people on the other side who want to talk about it and going, oh, they're just racist. If you want a border, that means you're racist. That's what the news does now in order to get fucking attention. They're doing a form of the same shit that these motherfuckers are doing in that they want attention. It's all attention-seeking fucking narcissistic American behavior, and that's why this seems to be a uniquely American thing. It's the same thing fucking serial killers did with their fucking notes to the police and fucking their signature ways of killing. They want the infamy. They want the fame. They want to be noticed. They get off on reading on about themselves in the paper. They love the cow and mask, cow, cow and mask game, the cat and mouse game with the cops. They love it. So... When you ignore that, when you're the left and you go, uh, instead of going, going like, we got a problem at the boarding, we should work together. All countries should have borders. This isn't a race thing. You know, this is like an immigration thing. Every country has a border. Uh, our country seems to be the only one that has this massive, massive problem with it. Yeah. Um, we got to address it and not talk about fucking you being a racist if, you, if you're for a border. That would, that would lessen the degree to which people get radicalized. But when one side goes, ignores it, yeah. and, and I, I've worked for those medias that ignore, uh, media outlets that ignore it and go like, just, uh, it's racist. If you mention the border, you're racist, right? That's what one side says. And then the other side goes, we're being invaded and replaced. So you're going like, if you guys keep yelling this shit at each other, somebody like this motherfucker who is a psychopath is going to grab a gun and have an excuse to act out the shit that he's all fucked up from by nature or his environment or both. It's like the question, who loses in the game of tug of war? The rope. The people are the rope. Because you get pulled on so many sides and at so many times, like, the rope's going to lose. It's going to break at one point in time. It's a great you know? analogy, actually. Yeah. So how do we fix that? Do we put the news on a fixed income so that they don't have to worry about being pariahs and trying to adjust themselves to certain size to get more money or get more influence? How, how do we do that? There needs to be some sort of standard for the news. Mm -hmm. Everything else is regulated. This whole fucking minister of truth from the... that No. that's that That's like saying... That's like saying I'm Patrice Cullors and I'm going to hire my own, the father of my kid to be my creative director. Yeah. That's called nepotism. Yeah. If the government says we're going to decide, no, there needs to be an independent body yeah. like that regulate, that decides. Like in the police department, you have an internal affairs. You can't have the cops run the internal affairs. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be some sort of, a public body that grades these, this is my opinion, that grades these outlets, first of all, identifies true media outlets, so at least you can tell the difference. One is a verified, like, you know, news outlet, like legitimate news outlet, Yeah. and the other one is just some dude ranting on his fucking TikTok or whatever, right? So we start there, and then there has to be some measure, there has to be some scale that measures the, their typical veracity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That grades it based on the data, based on the numbers. You need independent bodies that do this fucking thing. Yeah. Like when you count elections, you have both parties in the room. You have an independent body that, that you do the best you can to try to protect yourself from interests. The whole goal is to do the best you can to stick to the principle over interest. Mm -hmm. So when the media goes fucking wild, right? 
and and puts out headlines that you know excuse what this guy do did with the car and all the headlines and we can you can google them and see them it's yeah. like really and they and they say uh, an suv an suv uh one of them i read was from npr it goes an suv that barreled into you know you're going all right i saw one headline that said tesla gone wild yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah one of them going auto error auto <laughs> error you're going like what are we doing here okay you know what are we doing here tell the don't be scared to tell the whole story yeah let people see it just like people should see that this other guy was a fucking white supremacist he was white supremacy is a fucking problem it's less of a problem than it was, but it's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a problem, and this country was founded on it. This country was fucking founded on white supremacy. No matter how you want to yell, you can yell at the screen all you want. You can hate. It can get you upset. It can make you happy. Whatever your emotion is about it, not to sound like fucking Ben Shapiro, but, you know, facts don't care about your feelings, okay? Facts don't care about anything. They don't care. Facts don't care about your feelings. Whatever feeling you have, they don't care. The facts don't care. That's the fact. The fact was you could only vote if you were a white guy. It was founded on slavery. There was a scale on who could be a citizen and who couldn't. And you know what that scale was? White mm -hmm. was the number one requirement. So you can't lie about that either. Everyone has to have these full discussions and everyone has to accept all the sides to these realities and stop trying to own or dunk on the other side that's everyone is just trying to dunk on each other it's like jordan peterson with his recent he was trying to dunk he was trying to dunk first of all now we got a fucking you know psycho what is he a psychology professor from canada who's commenting on the fucking swimsuit edition you know it's like dude can you just talk about psychology and let you know standards of beauty stick to fucking who people's uh, tastes yeah but he made a mistake he made a mistake, and Jordan Peterson, and I don't want to get too sidetracked, but, but that's what we do on this podcast, so it is. So Jordan Peterson tweeted, now, first of all, this chick is, she's hot. I've seen other pictures of her, too. She's hot. She's a big girl. I wouldn't call her fat. I wouldn't call this a health problem, big. Okay? No. It's not, it's not like literal. No. <laughs> I mean, she's just a big bone dit yeah. girl, girl who looks pretty in shape based on her her uh, genetics. Yeah, that's nice. And she's fucking beautiful. And I've seen other pictures of her. And so he tweeted this shit because he's trying to make this bigger point. He goes, sorry, not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. <laughs> sorry, I'm from Canada. Not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. And you're going, will you shut the fuck up? Why don't you look at your wife? Okay, yeah. all right, and I don't want to judge now, but I'm just saying, shut the fuck up. So he got owned by everybody. His own fans going, you go read the comments, his own fans are going, Dr. Peterson, I usually like what you say, but basically, I will lick this girl's asshole. That was basically the comments going, sorry, doctor, I would clean her feet with my mouth. She's a piece. So he had to take himself off Twitter um, because, uh, you know, because, you know, because he feels like the left is too sensitive. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
You know, and he he's just one of these guys that slings a lot of fucking mud and now mud's being slung at him and he's got to remove himself from Twitter because he can't handle the heat. You got to take a look in the mirror, son. Take a, If I would have tweeted this, first of all, I wouldn't have because she's peace. She's good looking, yeah. But if I had tweeted something like this, I would have just said, hey, I'm a dick. I was wrong. I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. You know, look, pull up other pictures of her because she's a piece. I don't know who she is. Yumi New. She's pretty. Yumi New. Yeah, but she's a piece. But anyway, what was? Why did we get sidetracked on that? Uh, it's like Jordan Peterson. I said you're uh, the media we were talking about. Yeah. So no, if you're going to talk about, yeah, I mean, look, she's just a stone cold piece. I mean, he just made a mistake. You're just wrong. You're just wrong, Kanuki. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's just. It's that's just, what happens when you focus on looks, yeah. you know? Because she, he, she may not look like a model to him, but he don't look like a psychologist to me. <laughs> he looked like a mature Fred from Scooby Doo. He does. He yeah. looks like Fred got old. Yeah. Now I know the point he was trying to make was that uh, they're trying to force these, uh, you know, trying to say, and there's some a little bit of truth in that too, that they're trying to say, yes, yeah, you know, it's not a health thing if you're telling someone to lose weight, you're being. You're hating on them. Fat phobic. Fat, you're being fat phobic. So that's what he was trying to do. He just misfired here. It's misfired. Yeah. Now, he, if they had like a diabetic model, you know, a model with one foot, that's different. That's a different thing. Mm -hmm. Or if it was someone like clearly obese who was like spilling all over the place. Or her size looked like a spiral parking yeah. garage. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, she's just a big kind of beautiful woman. She's a little bigger. What you was know. that other one? What was that other? She was Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham. If you say Ashley Graham is ugly, I'll smack you in no, the face. No, 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 not you, but personally, Ashley Graham. That's she posts too much pregnancy pictures on Instagram, but I like it. Oh, that's an immediate unfollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got stretch marks. Let me know. see. Let, let's see Ashley Graham. She's pretty. You are gonna like it? Yeah, she's she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's, yeah, that's not, that's just, that's her genetics, man. That's not, mm -hmm. she's just, that's a girl who's, you know. Genetics yeah, like, and a little bit of mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, yeah. But I mean, typically a girl like that, I mean, if she got too thin, it would be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. She'd be, because she's just built that way. I mean, yeah, I mean, people come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, look, yeah, she's not, you would not consider that obese. She's no. just big. No. She's bi bigger. You know, I don't mean big as a pejorative. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I knew where I know where he's coming from. You see, this is I said this on the podcast on an episode before. We live in this country now where it's like crazy and then crazy reaction. Crazy and then crazy reaction. So he is, Jordan Peterson is reacting to crazy and he has a crazy reaction. And that's what we're doing. We're seesawing between crazy. And that's the same thing on a much more horrible level, but same anatomy that happened with these two fucking mass shooters who are basically the same. When you read their manifestos and their Facebook pages, guess what? The common thread, they both hate the Jews. It's <laughs> <laughs> never late. It train is never late. And it's true. You look at the, the Wakosha guy. Now, he hated whiteies, and he said that the whiteies deserve to die. And he was like, wait, wait, wait till you start seeing, like, blah, blah, blah. And he said, if you see old white people, fucking kill them. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to know that, you know, on that day he decided to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, the kid's going 20 miles an hour, going like this through a parade. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it was an audio. I don't think it was an auto malfunction. No. And it also doesn't take a fucking brain surgeon to know that the fucking, the donk, from Buffalo was targeting black people. I, you know how we know? Because he said it. He said it. And also it's Buffalo. It's also Buffalo. So 
It's the same thing happening here. It's crazy, crazy reaction. Crazy, crazy reaction. This dude did something crazy. He's reacting to craziness and racism, right? So he's reacting to the crazy, and it just keeps going. It just keeps going. Because the black dude is re reacting to the crazy from the cops shooting black people and all that shit, and he's going, all crackers need to die because he's already a crazy guy with a long record. I think he's got a long record of, like, horrible shit. Horrible, horrible things that he's done in the past because he's a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Race, not... A factor. Yeah. When when it comes to people's character, guess what, dude? I'll just tell you a fact. It, it's just, it's not a factor. It's not a factor. I've been around every fucking type of human that this planet has to offer. Race is just, it's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's not a woke thing to say. It's just a fact. Okay? If you're someone who likes facts, you're feeling feelings. You're feeling facts. Race is just, what Dr. Martin Luther King said is just true. It's true. You don't even have to feel inspired by it or feel, well. it's just a true statement. A person's character, I would go so far as to say, has his internal character, it, who he is intrinsically, inherently, has zero to do with what his fucking face looks like. Mm -hmm. It's zero to do with it. I've met fucking pieces of shit from all walks of life. I've met people who are good from all walks of life. It's just my, it's just data, baby. It's just fucking data. So these guys are wackadoos no matter which way you slice it, but these wackadoos end up doing shit like this because they're reacting to each other's craziness and the media is reinforcing their narratives. That's the perfect way to say it. The media is reinforcing their narratives by presenting the stories in these ways, in these a, yeah. single faceted ways mm -hmm. for them to get attention. So everyone's doing this attention crazy game by highlighting certain things, making certain things salient, gets to me, and then making other things, <laughs> omitting other things, omitting other areas of the story, omitting other things. So... It's just a seesaw crazy happening right now. All this will end soon, though. Oh, you yeah. mean when the asteroid hits? <laughs> no, that too. But all this will end because the extreme is what's popular. Because the extreme is what gets the attention. It's like a fad. The median will get the attention when. But all when this my special drops and it's it's making fun of anyone right down the middle, it's gonna it's gonna change it all. Yeah, it's cut through all that noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you set me up for a promo? A little bit. You know. Yeah. yeah. What the I'm world needs more of is say it. Uh, needs mom love. Mom love. There you go. Needs less mom love. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean more. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My my special's not about mom love. It's not. But it the last yeah. You watch it, you find out it. I tie it in together at the end mm -hmm. about what I believe is underneath everything. It's a joke, but there's some truth to it's a little truth. <laughs> little truth. <laughs> like when I had that one joke in there where I said, you know, you marry a Republican woman, you know, she she kind of wants to be a with the baby a little. It's a little truth, sir. Trust me, because I've been around women in LA and hearing them talk about babies. They talk about babies like it's COVID. It's something they caught. They go, I can't tell that. I'm a dog. I can't. Oh my God, what am I going to career? My lux is going to ruin my body. It's like they talk about it like COVID. Yeah. You know, and that typically happens more on the left. Right women are like, I, you know, stay at home. Be, you know, which is not a bad thing. Not saying you should do it. Not saying you should do it. Not saying women should be relevated to the kitchen. Not saying. I'm just saying it makes for a happier marriage if you do. 
<laughs> I'm just saying it's more what God wants. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously, but you know, YouTube's mon- YouTube's bots don't care. Um, so it's a, it's an unfortunate thing. That was a little bit of a long day, but I feel like we're, we've gave some insight into what's going on here. People yeah. need to stop, stop. It's the same thing with UFOs, which now Congress is finally having another hearing. I think their first hearing since the 1960s on UFOs. It's Congress. There's less of a stigma now about if you believe in UFOs, you're crazy. It's out there now that there are unidentified objects moving in a way that are are not earthly, that are uh, the technology is not of this world, and um, they're finally investigating it. Yeah. Finally. So, but why did I say it's like UFOs? Ugh. You just said it was just like UFOs. I just said it was just like UFOs, but I was making a point. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't. Give what was any- I saying before that? Mom loaf. Um, no, but I was uh, I was saying I was we, saying, we gave we, insight we as gave to why the, it happened, you know why it happens. Mom love, mom love, yeah, on on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, they're finally they're finally um, investigating that, you know. Elon said he hasn't seen any. He just did a. Oh, that's long. why I said it. I said, um, don't lie to the people. Don't lie. It it, it doesn't work. It has horrible long term consequences. Tell the whole thing. Treat us like adults. It's like when you're a comedian, you want to play to the top of the intelligence of the room. You don't want to assume people are stupid. Mm -hmm. It never goes right. I've made that mistake over and over and over again. Play up to the better angels of people's nature. Trust them that they can hear the whole story. Trust them that, you know, trust people to say, hey, in in this instance, trust them to say, hey, this guy hated white people. He went in with his car and he was mowing them down. This is who he was. This is history. This is who he was. Trust them to say, hey, this was a white guy. He's a racist white guy. He hates black people. He was there to murder black people. Here's some of the things he said he was listening to. Let's talk about all these things. Where can we, how can we dissect this and figure out what's going wrong here? Here's the gun he got. Here's how he got the gun. Here's what he said about his school. Here's what went unnoticed, what unchecked. Tell the whole fucking story. Stop trying to sugarcoat and pussyfoot around what's going on because you're scared of what the reaction will be. You're scared it will radicalize because you know what's happening? The opposite. Mm -hmm. By omitting, you're radicalizing people because they fill in the blanks. They get angry that you're omitting it because they're not stupid, especially now with the internet. They're not stupid. They can clearly see that it wasn't an SUV, a Tesla gone wild. Okay, they can clearly see that. You know? You can clearly see this guy and Dylan Roof were intentionally targeted black people in order to try to spark a race riot. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. So by you going up there and talking about his talking points, you're you're doing what he wanted. Instead of going, hey, this is a bigger we crazy people exist. What is making these crazy people do this? Mm-hmm. Why this? Yeah. Don't media. don't omit. Don't 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 pussyfoot around it. Be a Mexican boxer. A me- Nobody wants to watch a fight, okay? Unless you talk a good game like Money Mayweather and you can get me hate you to the point where I want to tune in to see if you'll get knocked out, which is brilliant marketing. Especially and also confidence in your skills. And he's the best of all time, no question. But let's be honest. 
A lot of his fights towards the end were boring. Mexican boxers stand in the fucking pocket and they bang and they either get knocked out or they win. So stand in the pocket. Don't pussyfoot around the story. We're mature adults. Adults. We're adults. We can handle it. Tell the whole story so you don't, you don't create the vacuum that is filled by conspiracy and radicalization. That's what's happening. Yeah. That's what's happening. You leave a vacuum open because you're omitting parts of the story and it's filled by conspiracy and radicalization. Yeah. Both ways. The media is paying on installment plans, but they got to deal with the interest. Got to deal with the interest, man. I mean, you, you, the, you, the, the payment is, everything has a cost. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the media is they don't see their culpability in it. They just point the finger at the ones, the other side. Where it's like, hey, man, there's two things going on here. You're both doing it. Who started it? I don't know. Probably Fox. When you look back at editorialized news, they were the first. They came in. They changed the game by getting on there and screaming about there's MS-13 on your fucking windows and the white man's trying to be replaced and fucking they got Bill O'Reilly and he's up there yelling and cutting people off and it got high ratings because it's fast food entertainment. It's fast food news. It's bad for you. It's coated with a lot of sugar. It's a good short-term hit. And that's where it probably started, to be honest with you. They, they really started that genre of let's throw X. My favorite is let's talk to a few experts. Let's talk to a few experts on this. And then it would be Amy Schumer and Tim Dillon sitting there on Fox <laughs> News. Let's talk to a few experts who happen to be professional entertainers. Who's an expert? They're experts. At what? Snickers. Right. I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to have you finish it, but you, you, you didn't do it. Well, I threw it to you because I knew it was coming. Um, so the me, it's a big problem, man. You know, dude, propaganda works, man. It, it's, a, it just molds the way people think it really does. That's why the Nazis had a whole, that, that was part of their whole plan. That's why Goebbels was so important to what they were doing because it just works, man. It just fucking works. I hate to say it, but it just, it plays on people's emotions. It gets them to believe certain things. And it just works. And when the media becomes content creators because they're trying to compete for the same eyeballs as comedians and fight videos and, you know, a guy dancing as a weatherman to a little skimpy or whatever, you know, that weatherman? Yeah. I think he might have been from upstate New York who just like, he's got millions of followers. He just dances. It's fun content. The media should not be competing for ratings with those guys. I don't know if, truth be told, I don't know if the media should be concerned with ratings at all, which is a whole nother conversation. But then you look at NPR and you're going like, that's a fucking mess too. So I don't know what the answer is. I'm not here to fucking give answers. I'm here to give you a long day. All right, guys. Small business shout outs. Freaking cold spring water. Very simple. It is water in an aluminum can. It stays cold and it doesn't shrink your taint from the plastic. Stop ingesting plastic. I fucking do a drip coffee. I don't do the Kerrigs anymore. I don't do the water bottles anymore. I drink with metal because I listen to heavy metal. Um, I don't. Freakingcoldspringwater.com. Go order. Get your cases to your house. No chemicals, no harmful shit. Just good old spring water. 
And uh, we really support um, his a business. John Mikas. He's a Greek. He's a Greek, a Greek. Then we got, uh, this dude's name is always hard. Monsieur Borinsky. <laughs> is he French or something? German? Barwinski. Barwinski. He's a Polish kid. Yeah. BrooklynCannery.com. Okay, use the promo code Giannis Pappas for 15% off your order. Get these sodas sent to your house. You're having a party. You want to keep a couple of soft drinks in the fridge that will not take your feet off. All natural. Amazing. Thank God somebody's... Soda, who... The world's better with soda. And thank God there's soda that, you know, doesn't fucking kill you. You know? And it also is good for your gut. I don't, it's got prebiotic properties. Mm-hmm. And the thing about theirs is they taste great. And, uh, you know, Paul Verzi can't get enough. <laughs> then we get uh, we got Nicola Ragusa. You know what the deal. Oh, what's he doing here? What's he doing here? Thank you for my copy. If Yonex wants to do LASIK, he'll do yours for free. Oh, you might have to do that, dog. I need the glasses to separate the eyes. Yeah, and That's it'll, the it'll take twelve minutes off our podcast if he does that because he won't be taking them on and off. <laughs> That's right. If someone can, someone just do a compilation of me putting glasses on and off. <laughs> right. Uh, so Nicholas Ragusa, go to ocnyi dot com, or you can call six four six five four three nine four seven four. If you're in the New York area and you want LASIK eye surgery, mention the name Giannis Pappas, you get ten percent off. Which I said twice, I think. <laughs> Um, but, you know, Longshore Coffee, Longshore Coffee out of Providence, Rhode Island. Promo code FUMES at longshorecoffee.com to get 15% off your small batch coffee roast from a small batch coffee, coffee roastery. Mm-hmm. The coffees are great, man. It's quality and why not? Or get a, dude, get rid of the fucking Kerrig. Get a drip machine. Coffee should be high quality. You still drinking it? Yeah. Yeah. I had a little bit of it. Give my dad some too. He loves it. Yeah. I have to take a, take a little stop there when we go to Newport too. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Are you coming with us to Newport? When? I don't know. Jared knows my dates better than I do. 28th. 28th. Yeah. NateLinder.com. Nate Linder, does he have, he's got a new copy for us every week. We got to call this guy. We got to do, we got to call this fucking guy. Uh, Nate Linder, um, Target individuals at the address level looking to reach an audience from an industry conference from three months ago want to retarget website visitors to visitors to increase sales. I want to do all these things. Actually, want to hit your target audience on every single device they own. Nate is your guy. NateLinder.com, your social media managing guru. He's helping another one of our small business sponsors out, um, and uh, we'll tell you about them in a second. But for now, let's go to our fucking old reliable Chris Manetti. <laughs> Chris Minetti will cash whatever piece of fucking paper you throw through his bullet-proof grass window. <laughs> he's the only. He's the only cash check. He's the only financial services that has a desk behind bulletproof glass. Two one five seven five zero three seven three zero to uh, contact Chris uh, if you're in the Philly or South Jersey area and you want to get your check cashed. That's it. And then of course we got our new guy. No, no, no. Oh, Aaron Lee for the free all things music. Hawaii, are you a band interested in finding out about shit? Do you want to know about bands from Hawaii? Go to forthefree.us. Check out their website. Some cool music up there, man. If you're traveling to Hawaii, you got to peruse that website and find out what local shit is going on. Um, so that's a great site for music fans. Then you got 305P 
PLP Media Services down in Miami. These guys will do anything you need as far as video goes. Anything. So, 305 PLP Media Services. And now with the intranet, they'll even do that shit if you don't live in Miami. If you need a, a video edited, you need whatever done to a video, and you don't live there, they will do it. They do videography, production, post-production, creative services, whatever it is. We're happy to shoot and edit your amateur porn, swingers, hot, hot wives, gangbangs, orgies, bukkake, water sports, whatever you want. It's professional and discreet, but they don't do weddings. Which, <laughs> Why? Why? What if it's a porn-themed wedding? What if it's a porn-themed wedding, and why would you say no weddings? Do a wedding. Go to info at 305plp.com, or you can call them at 786-548-CASH. That sounds more like it's Chris Minetti's number. And, of course, the S is a dollar sign because these guys got class. And then, of course, we got Jared. Down there in San Antonio, ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. If you're moving your car anywhere in the world, get your free quote with ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. They'll move your fucking wheels for you if you're moving. Mm -hmm. They will move your car. They're a five-star business. All right, we want to welcome our new Patreon members, Patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Can you make that bigger for me? Because my eyes are small. I can see Nicholas. I can't see anything. Yeah, I got to go see Nicholas Ragusa. We have our new Patreon members. Starting with who? Jacob. Jacob Roper. Jacob Roper. Welcome. Then we have, who's the next guy? Liam. Liam. Well, welcome, Liam. Christian Batista. Then we got, wow, neat. <laughs> then we got uh, Kingfish37. Ethan Chumley. Uh, it sounds like a character in Back to the Future movie. Ethan Chumley. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, James Reindois, Keith W. London, Justin Ngako, 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 uh, Chantel Rawson. I mean, she's there. She's there. She's there. She, just, there. She, just, she just wants to see Jared on camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're a cute kid. I mean, you know, if you can help me bring in the female African American demographic, I ain't mad. Sounds like she'll make me a plate at the cookout. She will definitely <laughs> hand you a plate. Yeah, with extra cornbread. Chantel Rawson. Then we got Saddle. We got Nico. We got Stephanie B. We got uh, High Life. Welcome, guys. <laughs> then we got Tanner Sears, Rayleigh Campbell, all our new members, Michelle Parisi. Who else? That's it. Michelle Parisi. I think that's my friend from high school. Michelle, thank you. All right, we'll see you next week because it's been a... It's been a long...